With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. My name is Prophet Larry Henry Jr., and I want to thank God for, <clears throat> for everybody that's on the line. Welcome to Power Prayer Ministries, where there is power in prayer, and where there's prayer, there is power. And also, I just want to just um, just want to say um, Happy New Year. Um, and I just want to tell everybody that um, many of y'all have been waiting for God's blessing, God's promises. God's blessing, God's promises. But um, I just want to tell everybody to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Um, a lot of times we uh, we get tired in our body, we get weary, and we we don't have nowhere to go. You know, we we don't have nowhere to go. But I just want to tell everybody, trust God. Um, don't you know? I, I made many mistakes uh, trusting people. I'm going to give a, a brief testimony about myself. I've been trusting people for years that I thought they had my best interests, but they didn't. A lot of them had hidden agendas. Uh, a lot of them had um, um, was very uh, manipulating. But I want to tell everybody to trust God. And you probably saying, well, God, I never hear nothing. You know, God, I, I don't hear nothing. I'm always, um, I get, I have thousands and thousands of thoughts in my mind. Um, I have thousands and thousands of thoughts, and I hear this thought. But um, I just want to tell everybody, trust God and don't move. Don't move. Uh, I just want to say that. Don't move until you get an answer from God. I don't care if it's a, a, a mate. Don't don't move. Because marriage is serious, and, and some of y'all might be in marriages you deeply regret, but don't move till God give you an answer. I know a lot of times we, we're all anxious, but don't be anxious for anything. But seek God. Seek God. Don't be anxious for anything. And for so many years, we we all been uh, anxious. You know, um, and I I just want to tell you about it. I've, I've been. Uh, the uh, the biggest I call myself a dummy at times, but 
Uh, I've been green, uh, a lot of things, but I always give people benefit of doubt. But I want to encourage everybody, seek God like never before. Seek God. I mean, you're going to get thoughts when you pray, but seek God. You know, um, it's a shame that, you know, you you got to treat the fivefold ministry. You know, the Bible says, try the spirit by the spirit. Some translations say, test the spirit by the spirit. But what I have learned over the years that you you go before God, and when you go before God, you when He give you spontaneous thoughts, just write them down. I say, Holy Spirit, help me remember. And those are the things that I'm learning. Amen. I'm going to go into prayer, and I want to welcome all our guests that's online and on the telephone line, and I welcome you in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Also, you know, I just, I want to speak blessings to everyone that's been consistent in the things of God, you know, and I pray start today to be consistent in the things of God. Amen, 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 amen. Glory, glory, glory. I'm going to go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I just, I, I, the blood of Jesus over this line, over this prayer line. And Lord, I just say thank you. I thank you for a minister, Michelle. I thank you for uh, uh, Marva Griffin that's on the phone. Lord, I thank you for for many others who, who haven't came on yet. Lord, I pray a release of blessings for your people. Our people are going through things, and they are strung out. They they bitter. But, Lord, I pray that many people got into situations because of their own uh, own doing. They uh, manipulative ways or they uh, constant greed or anxiousness. But, Lord, I pray that we'll evaluate our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Not evaluate a part of our life, but all of our lives. And, Father God, I just speak blessings over everyone. Lord, I thank you for filling all of us us with your Holy Spirit. And, Lord, I pray that everyone will ask to be filled with your Holy Spirit daily because, uh, you know, people think I'm filled one time, one time only. But, you know, each day the enemy try to fill us with different things, with false doctrine, with foolishness. And we need to be filled constantly in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, I just say, Lord, you're just so awesome. You're so awesome. Lord, you're so awesome. You're just you're so great. And Lord, I just say thank you for all that you're doing. And Lord, I pray for marriages that a lot of marriages are going through. And then some people may pray, say, Lord, I got myself with the wrong guy, with the wrong woman. But Lord, I pray that you intervene in the mighty name of Jesus. That Lord, some some people have so many guards and walls. They just say, Lord, I'm just flat out disgusted. But, Lord, I pray for marriages. I pray for love in each marriage in the mighty name of Jesus. 
I pray blessings over every marriage in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, I know, um, you know, people um, have spoken death against our marriage. Um, you know, if your wife don't act right, God going to take them out. If your husband don't act right, God going to take them out. But, Father God, I pray that none of us will, will just give up because, the Lord, sometimes in marriages, you know, some people going through physical abuse, some people going through uh, verbal abuse, sexual abuse. Uh, some people been held back uh, sexually in marriages. Some people been held back from emotional infection. But, Lord, I pray you're willing every marriage. And, Lord, a lot of times we we marry people out of our flesh because uh, they look good or they smell good. They sound very eloquent. And uh, the enemy always presents um, out, outer things pretty well. But when it comes to the inside, we don't discern. A lot of us got married to people that we thought would change. But, Lord, I pray your will for everybody's marriage, Father. You know, um, there's some people going through some bad things, and people say, if I was you, I'd get out. But let Lord, let the Lord God release you in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you have people, Lord Jesus, there's people that have their eyes on your servant. And they say, well, if I get her away from my husband, if I get him away from his wife, uh, I can have him to myself because I like that person. They, they, they serve Christ. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we bind up the spirit of greed. And, Lord, I pray for a season, Lord, that those that are called by your name, that, Lord, you will cover them and, and shield us all, that only the right person, could see us. Only the right person can prophesy to us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray your will for marriages. I pray your will. I pray your perfect will for everybody's marriage that's going through in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for men and women that Lord, there are some men who, who refuse to work and and they and they got some women that refuse to work or take care of the children or the house. But Lord, I pray that you will intervene in those situations in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, uh, we only all of us want what's right in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that if anybody come to us that's counterfeit, Lord, I pray that you expose the devils right in front of us in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, expose the devils in right in front of us. That, that, Lord, they don't know what came over them, but I know and you know what came over them. And, Father God, we just say thank you for exposing the devils in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I, we praise you, Father. Lord, I, I lift up your perfect will. That Lord, I lift up but, Lord, there's women that that you show them their husband, and the woman say, Lord, he got too many children. I know he's saved for real. I know he, 
but uh, Lord, uh, vice versa, who she got children on. She got three, four, five, six, seven, and 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 sometimes we say, oh, I don't want that, and you have every right. But Lord, I pray that sometimes we look for somebody that don't have kids, but the enemy, that person is self-centered, selfish. They could be the devil, and have people that have been through it. They mature. They are ready for the things of you. But Lord, I pray that everybody who's seeking to get married or seeking to get remarried, that, Lord, I pray tonight, I pray tonight that, Lord, you show them the, per, the right will person and a permissive will person. And, Lord, if they reject both of them, they choose to be single like Apostle Paul, that's fine. But, Lord, show your people both options in the mighty name of Jesus. Show your people both options, the perfect and the permissive. Even in ministry, uh, even if they want to set up a building on this side of town, show them the perfect and your permissive will, whether it's in ministry, like buildings, because I don't want to be in a hood, Lord. But you can say, that's my perfect will for you. But, Lord, show them. Show them, Father. Oh, glory, 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 glory. Jesus, you are awesome. Whether it's a home, whether it's going to different cities, different states, marriages, friendships, relationships, jobs, show me a perfect will. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. Lord, you're so awesome. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. I just thank God for Everybody, we welcome our guest, uh, uh, Marvin Marva, Tate Griffin. Also, we lift up, uh, we thank you, Prophetess Angela, and we thank you, Minister uh, Michelle, for coming on the line. And we thank God for everybody. Tonight, I'm talking, um, be speaking on spiritual warfare, there, spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Um, first thing on spiritual warfare, we have so many people that um, thank you, Father, that deal with spiritual warfare. Um, I'm new to it. Um, I'm not new to it, but I'm new to it as in I have to do it by myself. <laughs> I always had, you know, prayer partners. Um, you had a group of people. You had pastors, leaders. Um, something that I, I learned um, when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, nobody never tell you to renounce the devil. That's the first thing we need to do. We need to renounce the devil. We need to renounce uh, the devil. We, we need to renounce the devil. I'm going I'm to give you the definition of renounce. Glory, glory, glory. And I'll tell everybody, please invest in the dictionary. 
Don't don't think because you're out of college, out of high school, you don't need to look up words. Renounce is to give up, to put aside voluntary, to give up by formal declaration, to disown. That's renounce. Renounce. Renounce the bloodline. Renounce the blood your bloodline. Um, the enemy. Um, you know, you, I'm gonna help you out with this. The blood of Jesus. The, through His blood, the the enemy cannot come through or penetrate against the blood. The blood. Now, every every demon has a little a uh, 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 a right to attack you through generation curses, through your what bloodlines. Renounce the bloodlines. That's like uh, I renounce homosexuality. I renounce sexual perversion. Anything you see in your family, you you might not operate it, never operate in homosexuality or or bestiality or or, uh, been a murderer, but Anything you see that's in your bloodline, and, and people think, well, Lord, I never committed adultery. I never committed fornication. I never was a thief. I, I never murdered nobody. But it's in your bloodline, and and it still have a, a access to you. Uh, if you're, I'm gonna be honest. If uh, you deal with insecurities, uh, you know, you raise up in a family that your dad beat your mom, or your mom, you know, some cases you have women that beat their husbands. Or men, uh, jealousy, anger, renounce everything in your bloodline. You know, uh, I tell any and everybody, you know, many people are so quick to say something out of wish to live. They want to speak back, but, but they got so many doors that are open in their life, demonic doors, to renounce everything in your bloodline. Well, uh, man of God, I really did that. Nothing happened. I'm, I'm going to tell you all this, and I'm learning. Everything you do is by faith. I'll help you out with this. Many of y'all, I mean, applied for, you know, you're trying to get a car or a home or apartment. I'm going to tell you this. Say you had bad credit. I'm going to use an example. You're trying to get a home or an apartment somewhere to rent. You know your credit to up. You know you have evictions. You know you have all these issues. But you need somewhere to stay. So you're not going to stop. Because you know something is out there. So you, you, you have to have faith to say, God, help me in my bloodline. I renounce these sins in my bloodline, sins in my life. People don't want to admit it, you know. It's, a, uh, it's people on this line that been on both sides. You, you've been bisexual. You've been a thief. You've been a con artist. You, you've been a uh, you've been in uh, psychic or horoscope. Admit everything because I'm, I'm gonna help you out with this. The Spirit Lord was showing me. I, I was I was like I was at the computer, and you got some people 
hold on to demons. I'm going to tell you why. You say, that's kind of throwed off. You know, people want to hold on to demons because if they give up their spirit, they're going to have to submit to God. If they hold on to their spirit, they give an excuse not to do something. Well, God, you see, I got this spirit, and they hold on to it. Lord, I know if I be delivered this spirit, uh, I'm going to have to, uh, my body is no longer, you know, when you come to Christ, your body is no longer yours. It belongs to Christ. But if I hold on to the spirit, it, it gives me justifications to do what I want to do. I just need to hold on. Uh, I'm going to help you out with this. You got people that hold on to bad relationships, hard or bad marriages. And it's not God cannot change. But I'm going to give you an example. Say somebody married to somebody that's gorgeous, beautiful, or handsome. And even though that person has been giving them pure hell, and and and, and God showed them, not, you know, God can show them. I, I, God can tell them, I got better for you. Trust me, I got better. Or God say, trust me to change them. But you still holding on. God say, but before I can change them or, or give what better to you, you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to get let go of some things. You're gonna have to let go of unforgiveness. You're gonna have to let go of, of, of sexual perversion. You're gonna have to let go of anger. You're gonna have to let go of witchcraft. But you say. But that's all I know. I have to hold on to it. And then over the time, you say, okay, I'll give up my anger. Okay, though, I gave up something. Why you ain't changing? God said, I'll give you a list of things that you need to give up. I ain't say one thing. So people hold on to spirits, hold on to their conditions, because they really don't want to be free. They, they, they know that if they give up everything, they, God can require more of them. So that's why they hold on to these spirits, or they hold on to the works of their flesh. Everything ain't spirit is the work of their flesh. And, and those are the things I learned. Some people want to hold on to stuff because if they let go, uh, it's going to cause them to be more submissive. It's just like they want the physical blessings, but they don't want the spiritual blessings. You know, I'm going to help you out with this. It's, you know, there's people right now who are single or divorced or got children from another person, and God can show them they make, and they go, oh, nah, Lord, I, I just believe you. And they, they stuck in their head what type of person they want. There's nothing wrong with creating a list. You know, I'll be honest, it's certain things I don't want. But God will give you something, some things he's not going to give you because God say there's some imperfections in your life. And and that person had to work through some imperfections, some things in your life. If If you get the perfect list, but you ain't nowhere near perfect. That's not God. You want the perfect man. You want the perfect husband. But your life is messed up. You got insecurity. You got jealousy. 
you want perfection, and I don't got time to be working. I I just don't got time to be going through all them problems again. But you want the person to be patient with you. The devil is a lie. Another thing you need to renounce, you need to renounce time capsule demons. You got demons that I call them, they call time capsules. They, they, they come right on time when your ministry or your life is prosper and all of a sudden a blow. It's not because, oh, this is a Job, a Job experience, a, a book of Job situation. No, they are time capsule demons that at a certain point they release a fury against you. Renounce every time capsule demon. Renounce your DNA which is their blood. Renounce hidden demons. Uh, There's demons that hide behind other demons. Let me help you out with this. Spirit of rejection. Spirit of rejection, you have insecurities, you have. uh, You become desperate. Rejection uh, leads to uh, diabetes. People don't want to admit that. Spirit of infirmity, uh, perversion, uh, it leads to lust, it leads to self-hatred. Now, I combine up all those symptoms, but the root is rejection. So um, there's a hidden thing. And hidden things are not so much hidden all the time. There's things that you're in denial of. I was was watching a show uh, with single women. And this lady appeared to be so strong. She said, I'm so strong. I have my own business. I'm very successful, blah, 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 blah. But no, but none of her male friends or her female friends never told her the truth. So she went to a, a counselor, and he, he listened to everything. He said, you know what? I'm going to say one word. He said, you're just desperate. And she just looked at like an awe, like an like, I can't believe this man said this. And she had to look back. I said, well, you know, I'm, I, I don't know about other women, but, you know, with black women and, and, and Spanish women, sometimes you tell the truth or the, the wrath come out of them. I ain't no black man, you know. And she, and she looked back and she said, you know what? You know, my biological clock is ticking. You know, I'm 38 years old. I don't have any children. Um, I'm just so desperate that I want a child. I don't want the man. I just want a child. And those are those hidden things that we uh, fail to realize. Okay. When you go into spiritual warfare, you need to renounce false prophecies. They say, Lord, I renounce every false prophecy. I renounce every false doctrine. It's many false doctrine. Um, I grew up in church of women. Uh, you know, the women need to wear skirts way below their kneecaps. They couldn't wear high heels. They couldn't wear makeup. They, they can't do this and can't do that. But half those women were the, the biggest hoes in the church. They looked apart, the but the insides wouldn't. They wouldn't deliver. A lot of them need deliverance. You know, not to be mean, but if you did, if you ever been molested, 
you need deliverance because you're covering up. You can cover up the man don't know what type of figure shape you got. But if you got that spirit in you, and that man know you got spirit, he don't care how much cover up. He see it on you. He's going to take advantage or vice versa. You see somebody insecure and rejected, he's going to take advantage of that person. So we're going to have to renounce false prophecies and false doctrines. I renounce false prophecies and false doctrines. We gotta renounce a lot of false doctrine. You know, there's a lot of false doctrines being presented to us and as we got older we have uh, we have embraced it. False doctrines. For example, um you know you know, where I'm at they got uh Hebrews and black Hebrews, black Israelites white Israelites, and all this stuff. Uh, you got to renounce those false doctrines. You know, let me give you an example. Uh, if you've been a part of uh, Ku Klux Klan, Black Aryan Nation, uh, neo-Nazis, you've been a part of white elves, Knights of Columbus, uh, Black Muslims, um, uh, being a Mason, you got to renounce those things, our Eastern Star, um, any cults. You got to renounce those things. You know, I, uh, you got to I, I repent of being part of uh, of any part of being black, white, Indian, Indian Native, and Middle Eastern. That's not true. Only true chosen, you know, is Jews. God chose his Jews. Uh, we don't know, you know, a lot of us might probably have more Jews than the people in Israel. But you got to renounce those things, you know. Um, you know, uh, I grew up, you know, black spiritualists, well, spiritualists, and all that. You got to renounce all that foolishness. You got to renounce that. You know, uh, you know, you know, certain things in our bloodlines. You know, uh, the chosen people are the Jews, and and also God is is uh, God is. Uh, is sending restitution to cultures that have been subject to genocide, mistreatment, Holocaust, slavery, and injustice. God is doing a restitution. God's going to restore. You know, but at the same time, you got to renounce. Oh, only this tribe is blessed. Only, you know, I heard so much foolishness. Only if you're part of the Samoans or Cherokee, and the, you know, that's where I grew up on. You know, you're the only child that blessed. No. You know, get rid of all those things we have learned. If you, uh, I'm going to just say in a, in a, in a black community, uh, they think because the darker you are, that you are closer to your roots, that you're more blessed. That's foolishness. That's assignment from hell. That's just foolishness. You know, I'm, I'm, because uh, the light I am, I ain't with no true roots. That's foolishness. So we gotta renounce all that foolish teaching. We gotta renounce you can't get get your hair braided. And a lot of y'all ain't getting your hair braided because somebody took can't you braid your hair with gold. You ain't gonna braid your hair. All that foolish. You can't wear shorts. All that that's foolishness. And some of y'all sitting here wearing dresses in the summertime and trying to jog jog with a dress on. You got on some pants, but a dress covering. 
Like all of those foolish stuff. They make women, oh, this is my thing, they make women pants and men pants. They make women short and men short. They make women coats and men coats. Get that foolishness out of you. You ain't supposed to wear pants. You're a woman. Now, the thing that I'm irritated about, I'll be honest, you know, you got some women that, you know, they are in homosexuality. They go in there and buy men pants. Like, no, you need to go to the women's section. Don't be sitting here and I, and I can't find my side because you're sitting there thinking you're a man. Go in the women's section. They make women pants for that. You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I was talking to a guy say that is very perverted. You don't like men, but you're trying to be a man. No. So get all that foolishness. Makeup. I'm going to tell you about People always use this scripture that Jezebel made her face up before she died. No, um, if you go in the Old Testament, any woman had to present herself. She had to make up herself, adorn herself before she go to a king. Like today's time, you ain't going to no judge looking all busted up and raggedy. You have to present yourself well. Uh, and where I'm at, there's a lot of courts that don't allow you to wear shorts. You go into court wearing shorts, they're going to escort you out. They might get your warning, uh, uh, a warrant. So renounce those religious ideas. And and, and this is what I learned. Uh, I read through Pastor Paul. Uh, you know, you got people that thinking, oh, uh, I can't get married again because I've been divorced. Uh, I can't get married again. Get rid of that. God, God has seen the right person in your life. But get rid of all that foolishness. You know, you got some people really believe that since they divorced somebody's brother or, and a brother died, their husband, she got to marry somebody, uh, uh, another family member that's through her husband's bloodline. Get rid of all that religious stuff. Renounce false religion, false uh, prophecies. And, and this is what I learned. I just want to tell about it. Always carefully seek God and let prophecies line up what God heard, told you. Now, some of y'all, I'm going to be honest, so I've been telling you stuff for over and over, and then when a man or woman tell you, God, that ain't script. That ain't God. So God been trying to get your attention for many years. Amen. God been trying to get your attention for many years. Amen. God will show you these errors. Renounce false preaching, false teaching, and renounce strange anointings. How would you know? God will tell you. Uh, I know the difference between the presence of God and a strange anointing. Strange anointing is like sometimes you feel like a like a polka dice, like do 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 Strange anointing. Before you go into spiritual warfare, you gotta ask God to close doors. But first of all, don't tell God to close a door of things that you. I'm just. I'm gonna put it like this. Say you got a spirit of murder. You got a murder spirit. You got a a spirit of lust, a spirit of anger. 
You say, Lord, I want you to close the door. No, you need God to deliver you from that. And a part that the areas that God delivers you, tell God to fill you with his Holy Spirit. That's what you need to do. Stop telling God to close doors on mess. You need to get delivered on mess. It is like I see this in the spirit realm, that some of y'all have a closet that are junky. You got, you, they call them, uh, it's a show I watch called Hoarders. You know, people have so much junk in their house, they don't want to get rid of nothing. And some of y'all got closets that's full of junk, and you want God to close the door on it. No, you need to tell God to deliver you from all that junk. And once all that junk is delivered out your life, then tell God the Holy Spirit to fill that area in your life and close it. I want God to close stuff on junk. And God is not a God of confusion. Uh, I'm going to read, going into spiritual warfare, there is weapons. You know, first weapon is praise. Praise. Um, we have to learn when you're dealing with spiritual warfare, and, um, you know, my wife has uh, reminded me of this. You know, my wife said, I know you uh, I know you worship, I know you pray, but you don't praise enough. You got to praise God. That's Psalms 8 and 2. I'm going to go to Psalms 8 and 2. Psalms 82. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength. Because of your enemies, you may silence the enemy and his adventure. And that's praise. Praise, praise. Silence your enemy. We're going to go to Matthew 21 and 16. Um, and he said to him, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes. Have you never read out of the mouth of babes and nursing Infants, you have a perfect praise. Amen. So, uh, uh, that's the first thing. No, the, uh, Praise God. And number two, a second weapon is the word of God. We go to Luke 4 and 4. Luke 4 and 4. Or the word of God. I'm going to be honest. Uh, many of us um, have for many years been using our human word, our human intellect. But God is reminding me, say, son, get back in my word. The enemy only obeys God's word. God said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall be forever. Luke 4 and 4. Luke 4 and 4. It states, but Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. 
bread alone. You know, uh, people think, you know, if you look in the Old Testament, New Testament, bread was a major meal. You know, it wasn't meat. It wasn't a salad. Bread was a very important meal. Bread, bread was very, you know, in the scripture, you uh, you hear bread and cakes, bread. But people think bread, uh, like your job. You think your job is God's bread. Say, ah, uh, but you need the word of God. I don't. I know your job is providing your whole household. Your wife is not your bread. Your husband is not your bread, but the word of God. First John two and fourteen. First John. Two and fourteen. Let me find it quickly in here. First John two and fourteen. Let me read now the New Living Translation. I have written to you who are God's children because you have known the Father. I have written to you who are mature in the faith because you know Christ who existed from the beginning. I have written to you who are young in the faith because you are strong. God's words live in your heart and you have won your battle with the evil one. I'm going to read that small section again. So God's word lives in your heart. And you have won your battle with the evil one, with Satan. Um, verse, uh, I'm going to read our King James Version. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that's from the beginning. Get from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. The wicked one. The wicked one. Amen, amen, amen. Now, the first weapon of warfare is, uh, I'm going to say, renounce all your sins. Second is, uh, weapon is praise. Second weapon is word of God. And the third weapon is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. First John one and nine. First John one and nine. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all wickedness. Amen. Revelations twelve and thirteen. Galatians 12 and 13. When the dragon realized that he has been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who has given birth birth to a male child. <coughs> Amen. So 
I just want to tell everybody this. We need the blood of Jesus. Fourth weapon is prayer. You'll never be effective in spiritual warfare when you, if you don't have a prayer life. If you don't have a prayer life, you'll never be effective. I'm sorry. Amen. Uh, you, you can go to every, you can go to, I'm going to be honest, you can go to 30, 40 different prophets, and I guarantee you, you're going to get 20, you're going to get all kinds of screwed up prophecies because you don't have a prayer life. How can you hear God when you never pray to him? For example, if, I'm going to give you an example. Say you never knew, say God showed you a person to be in your life. God said you in contact with him. And you say, well, I don't need to do all that because you already told me. God said you need to get in contact with him. You need to hear their voice. You need to put a picture with the voice, a face with the voice. I don't need to do that. So say that guy, a most common name is, um, I'm going to say John Doe. You know, that's in a lot of examples. Example John Doe. So say you, you never heard John Doe's voice, that particular John Doe's voice, and all of a sudden uh, you meet random people that name John Doe. And and they just, they, they, they're counterfeit because God say this is the real John Doe. But everybody named John Doe, you follow it. So what happened, you, you, your spirit, your emotions all mixed up because God said, this is the John Doe I want to talk to. Same way in prayer. Uh, these, the Bible says, sheep knows my voice, and a stranger will not adhere to it. So how are you going to know Jesus? Because you go on, I'm going to say, 20 prophetic line prophets, and they all just say Jesus. But even if you look in the Word of God, the Word of God says, "I know you're not works. Uh, I know you're not. You workers of iniquity. You know where those workers of iniquity say, well, I cast out devils in your name. I hear the sick in your name. Uh, I prophesied in your name.' And Jesus said, "I know you're not, because you workers of iniquity.' So a lot of times you follow people, or you read those. I know on blog talk, uh, and sometimes talk to people have a brief description of your ministry, and they put." The name of Jesus, our Lord, our Jesus Christ, all this stuff, uh, Yahshua, all these different things. But at the same time, they, they care the name of Jesus, but it doesn't mean they have a relationship with Jesus. So you follow anything that says Jesus, but it's not Jesus, it's not even there. So you have to get a relationship with God to know God's voice. I'm going to help you out with this. I, I, I deal with many people that have different tones, different accents. But when the Spirit of God is in them, His Spirit is perfect. So I, I can go all around the world, and, and God speaks to a person. It's not their accent, not their culture, it's not how they pronounce words. Not, it's, it's God's Spirit within them. And these are the things that I want people to know. I want you to have a prayer life because a lot of times prophets miss it. I'm going to be honest. They miss it. I'm going to tell you why. You can have a season, a prophet is strong in the Lord, a prophetess, they're strong in the Lord, and all of a sudden they go left. But you're caught up because they was once anointed and God's glory on them, but they went left. Some of them probably went to 
of psychedism, I've seen a lot of prophets in my years that's anointed by blessing God, by blessing God, and they follow the money. Well, you know, I'm gonna be honest. When you walk into your calling, people bless you. People bless you. And when they stop blessing you, some people can't handle that. They, it's kind of like a rejection. They ain't blessing you. What I need to do? What I need to do to get the money? They get caught up in the fame and the fortune. So what happens? They go left if they if they if they not mature. They'll go left. Job, you look in the Bible. Job was awesome man of God, but Job went through some things. But God gave him double for his trouble. But I've seen. I've seen uh Amen. Thank you, woman of God. And I've seen a lot of people that start out strong doesn't mean they're gonna end strong. So I just wanna tell everybody, sometimes God can take them another way. You know, there's people that's called, but some of them I've seen they went left. Some of them had a um they they come out they speak out of a gift, but not out of the spirit of God. They speak out of a gift. So I tell anybody have a prayer life. You got to have a prayer life because the enemy in the last day is sending his false prophets, his false apostles, his false teachers and pastors. So I tell anybody um, try the spirit by the spirit, but you got to have a prayer life. If you, if everybody, you have to go through spiritual warfare. You, you, it's, it's nowhere going around it. You know, I'm gonna be honest. If, uh, you, you can't say, Lord, give me wings like an eagle, mount of wings like an eagle. Yeah, eagle, and, and God ain't always have you fly over stuff. Some stuff you're going to just have to fight. David had to fight a Goliath. Everybody got a Goliath in their life. Uh, Elijah dealt with uh, uh, Jezebel. Uh, Jeremiah dealt with the people. You, you're going to have to deal with some different things. Amen. But you got to have a prayer life. you got to. You can sit here and have many people pray for you. But I'm going to be honest. Say you're on, a, you're on a battlefield. Everybody got a AK-47. They say, oh, Lord, I don't like shooting no guns. I had them other people shooting for me. I just, uh, what I do, Lord, I just load their clips up if they run out, but I ain't shooting that gun. So you want all these people to pray for you, pastors, leaders. But eventually, what about they get tired? What about they run out of ammunition? And God say, now, nah, I gave you some ammunition. It's time for you to God, I'm too scared. Everybody, you're going to have to fight. Another thing, power of your testimony. Don't be ashamed. There's times in your life that God will have you to share your testimony with certain people. Why well, I say certain people? Because not everybody needs to know Amen. Not everybody needs to know. Um, everybody needs to know. Not everybody needs to know about your testimony. But God will lead you to different people. Sometimes God will have you testify before people. Don't be scared of your testimony where God brought you out. And God will lead you. Um, another warfare, the name of Jesus. You know, the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. You know, in your prayer with the name of Jesus, when you 
when you cast out binding up demons, say in the name of Jesus. You know, you go before the Father in the name of Jesus. And another thing in spiritual warfare is fasting. You know, uh, I'm going to help you out with this. Where well, I'm diabetic, I got high blood pressure. That's fine, but you can fast from something. You can fast from social media. You can fast from TV. You can fast for, from chocolate. I'm going I'm to make y'all that. You know, I, I, my sugar dropped. But you sitting there eating, tearing up some chocolate candy. Uh, you can fast from, from fried foods. You say, Lord, I'm just eating nothing but baked foods. There's many things of fasting. You got to, you know, Jesus say these things come by prayer and fasting. These things come by. So it's some spirits that got strongholds, and you're going to have to fast and pray. Come on now. Um, Jesus ain't going to say, well, I got a, a cause. If you diabetic, got high blood pressure, or uh, if you got some type of illness, it's something you can fast from. You know, some of y'all need to, you know, fast from, say, you can say fast, like, I will not eat no fast food. I will only cook at home. You know, I uh, usually when I'm on the Internet playing, I, I don't knock, I don't knock, uh, these games, uh, I don't know what games on, on. I don't, I don't think I remember Farm Beer, Candy Crush, Angry Birds, but these are certain things you can fast from. You know, some people into video games like Call of Duty, Xbox One, PlayStation Four. You got computer games. You got all kinds of stuff. But you can you can fast. There's many fast. They got a Daniel fast. You know, uh, and you know different types of fast. So. Fasting is very important. Fasting helps you to hear from God clearly. I'm a, that's not true. Yes, it is true. Because I'm gonna tell you why. I'm dealing with some emotional stuff right now. My spirit is going a million miles an hour. But since I passed, since I've been fasting, those things, those those voices have have calmed down. They 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 decrease. Because you can have millions of things in your head. I'm going to give you an example, make you laugh. Uh, when I was single, um, I'm going to be when you're single, you want to get married. Uh, I tell anybody, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it, I love being married. I'm not a person, I'm not like Paul, I'm not like other people. I love being married. I don't like being single. That just, that just, I don't know. It's just my nature. God put it in me. I don't like being single for too long. That's just me. Uh, I need, I need what God created for me. I just don't like being single. I'm not perfect. I'm not the perfect husband. But I'm just gonna. I don't like being single. So, you know, that's just me. You know, if I'm dating somebody six months to a year. I'm like, what's up? We, we gonna get married, or you gonna go your separate right way? That's how I am. I don't wanna be dating on hundred years and, and, and be my fiance for ten years and five years. That's just me. Everybody's different. But what I have learned that um, when I was in my single my uh, single years, when I went through a, a divorce, every woman I look look at that I like. You know, I was here for that shows why. I go, and then if I look at, you know, try to win and look at three a day, like, that's your why, that's your why. 
I used to hear that all the time. Say, no, all these women are supposed to be my wife. You know, but you, you be so anxious and you want to be with somebody and you hear everybody's your wife. You know, and I, and I, and and you in ministry. See, I, I was searching for. I was searching for a. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I was searching for a a mentor. And I go on these different prayer lines, and you hear that's your mentor. That's your. You hear all these voices. But that's why I needed a fast. <laughs> so that's how I operate. But fasting is so important. Amen. Just gonna be real. Fasting is so important, you know. And and sometimes God will uh, God will uh, you know. There's some things that God will call you on. God will give you instructions. And I'm just gonna you know be real. God will give you instructions on your fast. So. Um, and I'm going. I'm gonna go in further later on. Time is going short. But the first thing in spiritual warfare, we need to renounce the devil. You renounce your bloodlines, your DNA, the sins in your life, time capsule demons, in demons. You need to renounce false prophecies and false doctrines. Um, also, you need to renounce. Um, different cults you've been under, you know, the Holy Spirit, and I gave, uh, you know, brief cults you've been under. Also, you need to go into praise. Um, second, you know, another thing, the Word of God. you got to have the Word of God. Uh, I tell people you can do what you want to do, but I don't re- read a lot of prayers from different leaders. You know, they you know, uh, Dr. Cindy uh, Trim, she got you know her prayer. Uh, Prophets will need a bottom. Got her prayers. Pastor Joyce Myers, Bishop, everybody have their prayers. And I can't quote their prayers because that's the situation they're going through. That's their battle. I don't, that not to sound egotistic, but I need the word of God. A lot of them prayers is something that, that God has expired them or things they expired out of their flesh. I don't know. But, you know, even Prophet Brian Cohen, he might have prayer. But all the prayers I know is by the word of God and what the Holy Spirit leads you to pray. Because I'm praying something that that could, that's out of my, my category. You know, oh. uh, they they uh they might be fighting some some nuclear weapon demons and I'm still dealing but I'm praying some nuclear weapon demons, but God got me on 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 uh hand to hand combat. Come on. So I can't pray they prayer. You know, I can't pray what Evangelist Constance prayed. Because God probably got her in a knife fight. She she cutting up demons. So everybody have different prayers. You know, Prophet Angela. God God can have her on a on a tank mission, you know, like the army tank. And you know, but I I can't pray what she prayed. And and that's what I learned. I'm sitting here fighting stuff that's out of my league. And I have to, you know, that's why I don't pray a lot of things that other people, because I'm going to tell you something. I, I was praying uh, some prayers. You know, I only prayed the prayers when I was under a pastor. I prayed what she gave me, and it was effective. 
I didn't pray no more, no less. So I stayed in my lane. Third thing, the blood of Jesus. Another weapon, prayer. You got to have prayer. Uh, the power of your testimony, the name of Jesus, and fasting. Now, spiritual weapons. You got you got the light of God. The light of God. We need the light of God on our life. Demons are scared of the light of God. Two, salt. We, we have to be the salt of the earth. We, we need God's favor. We got we got to be salt. You know, we got to have a salt life. I mean, uh, you know, we are the salt of the earth. Everything in this world needs salt. Everything. Everything needs seasoning. Natural side of salt. You did you know that salt and ice cream? You know, if you grew up in the country, they use uh, salt. Uh, they call it. I want to say it's like a rock salt, but they use salt and ice cream. You know, there's salt to preserve meat. There's uh, salt is used. In, uh, you'd be surprised. You know, uh, salt is used in a lot of things that we eat. Salt is very needed. Or uh, the truth. The truth is such a free. We need the truth of God. Enemy cannot stand against the truth. And love. You got to have love. I'm sorry. You can sit there and be, and I say a lot, if, if you're in a spiritual warfare and you don't have love, I've seen people that have so much hatred, insecurity, jealousy, and when they pray, they come against the individual and they forget about the spirit. Lord, I curse that sister in the name of Jesus. I, Lord, I pray that you would tear apart, send her to an early group, all that because you went in the face. You've got to have love to focus on the spirit, not the person. People, yeah, you got the spirits and you got the work of the flesh. But you've got to have love. If you have hate and you're in a spiritual warfare, guess what? You're going to be working more for the devil than on God's side because you have hate. You, I'm gonna help y'all like this. You, you, you gonna have on God's armor, but you are gonna sound like the enemy if you don't have love. I thought she was a God. I thought he was a God, but he sound like the enemy we fighting against. You become bipolar. You gotta get rid of all of that. You gotta get rid of it. You, you'll become bipolar. Am I prophet? You, I'm going to be real. You you sound like Christ, but your heart is of the devil. Um, I love Transformers. And I, uh, gosh, this one guy, uh, one Transformer, road, Roadway, uh, he was a Decepticon. And, uh, Come on now. But at the same time, he was a de- Decepticon. He went to the... Uh, uh, on the side of the uh, Optimus Prime side, the Autobot. He was an Autobot. But even though he's with the Autobot, he sounded like a Decepticon. You know, uh, and, and, and you know, certain, it was, you know, certain Decepticons who converted to be an Autobot. But he, you can tell, like, man, he sounded like a Decepticon because of his, the bitterness of it. So, what I, I have learned, you 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 have to have love. I'm gonna tell you this: pray for your marriages, 
But when you're in God's will, the enemy will use everything close to you, whether you're married, if you're single, he'll use your children, your mother, your father. But you, you stay focused, stay on his track. You know, it's like, Lord, i got to bring him along. Don't don't be like Abraham and Lot. Lot got in some trouble. Eventually, he had to let go of Abraham. Eventually, Abraham had to get rid of, let go of Lot. <coughs> and and those are the things that I have learned. You know, and I'm sorry. I'm getting to the place that I only want people that want God. You know, I, I pray that everybody can come along, and it, it's people in your life. We're in the last days. I don't know what part, or, but we're in the last days. Uh, nobody knows how many years on this earth we will have. But I just want to tell everybody today to pay attention to these scriptures. Um, first weapon of praise, Psalms 8 and 2, Matthew 21 and 16. Read Luke 4 and 4, 1 John 2 and 14. John 15 and 7, First uh, John 1 and 9, Revelation 12 and 3, Ephesians 5 and 8. And spiritual weapons, read Second Chronicles chapter 21 through 24. These are important. Don't, do not go in your prayer closet, your room, wherever you pray, without some scriptures. I'm sorry, don't. If you got to read 10 scriptures and then go into prayer, but have some scriptures to be fighting. You can't fight fighting your own words. You need scriptures. Let go. Uh, I'm going to tell you this, Holy Spirit. Any of y'all who've been in sororities in college, God say renounce that because a lot of y'all got into a cult with these sororities. I'm African, I'm Omega, uh, Sigma Phi. You got uh, Q-Dog, all these different sororities in colleges. Lord, say, you got to renounce those. You got to renounce it. Lord, say, take those sororities, bumper stickers off your car. Take that stuff out of your house. Destroy it. All those flags, those sorority flags, God, say, destroy it. You know, I, I, a lot of them y'all got on your license. Like, Spirit, Lord, say, destroy it because you bring curses. Those who, who's in Mason, you know, Mason, it looks like a compass with a bent ruler with the G. God, say, get rid of that stuff. Because you're still carrying that in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, say, get rid of all that stuff, even stuff from previous church. I'm going to help you out with this. Uh, uh, Mason, not, Mason, anything dealing with Mason, Mason, out get rid of it. I'm going to help you with this. Uh, it was a man of God who gave me a power. And uh, he had this witness. Lord, say, this is your prayer call. And the Lord told me when I got home to burn it. I see. I said, okay. You know what? That thing couldn't catch on fire. I mean, God told me to get rid of it, but I decided to burn it. And God said, get rid of that tile. But I decided to try to burn it. You know, that wouldn't catch on fire. I couldn't catch that tile on fire if I wanted to. And I got rid of it. God ain't telling me to burn it. He said, get rid of it. And, and kind of find out, amen. Uh, come to find out that uh, the Spirit of the Lord said he was sending spirits to spy on me. Amen. I'm going to read those scriptures one more time. Uh, oh, I'm going to add uh, 
read Psalms one forty four and one. But I'm gonna read the scriptures one more time. I went live too fast. Um, Psalms eight and two, Matthews twenty one and sixteen, Luke four and four, First uh, John two and fourteen, John fifteen and seven, First John one and nine. Revelation 12 and 13, Ephesians 5 and 8, James 4 and 7, Spiritual Weapons, Second Chronicle 21 through 24. And also, I'm going to add four more. Take your time, Prophet Larry. You're going too fast for some people. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to read them one more time all over. I'm going to take my time. I get so excited. Uh, Psalms 8 and 2, Matthew 21 and 16, Luke 4 and 4, 1 John 2 and 14, John 15 and 7, 1 John 1 and 9, Revelation 12 and 13, Ephesians 5 and 8, James 4 and 7, Second Chronicles 21 through 24. I'm going to add four more. It's Romans 13, 3 and 5, Matthew 5 and 16, Romans 12 and 21, and Colossians 4 and 6. Amen. And I will have these on the recording. Uh, if you go into the recording, and I will have these scriptures on the recording. Amen. And it's so important. Amen. Praise God. Uh, anybody want to give a life to the Lord, whether you backslide, whether you gave up on God, you don't feel saved, all you have to say is this, Jesus, come in my life. Jesus, come in my life. Forgive me of my sins and fill me with your Holy Spirit. That's all you have to say. Amen. Is all you you know you have to say, Amen. And also, um, and I just thank God for everybody that's rededicated your life or gave your life to the Lord. And I pray that you will find a church in your local area. And I pray that you will pray, which is talking to God. And I pray that you reach your Bible. You can start off in Genesis. You can start in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I encourage everybody here to read a proverb a day. And also, uh, I encourage you to attend every Bible study you can. And I'm going to tell you this. The only way you know God's word is reading God's word and listening to God's word. Amen. And I want to thank God for everybody that's here. Does anyone got any questions or comments before we come to a close? This Evangelist Constance, how you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm blessed. 
I was uh, listening to the part where you say this man gave you something and you decided to burn it, but the Lord told you to throw it away. I kind of had that experience where uh, where I worked, this lady was saying something, and I said, well, Lord, how'd she know that? So I went to sleep that night, and the Lord spoke, she gave you something. So I was trying to figure out what she gave me, and um, uh, she had gave me some weights earlier. So the next day, I took them back to her, and she said, you still have those weights? And I just told her, it's in the room. And which is in her room. So if she want to peep or do whatever she want to do, she's going to be peeping in her own house. And I just thank God for you bringing that out. Amen. Because uh, uh, I'm going to be real. You know, you have people that have the gift for prophecy, but they always try to, you know, find something to read on your life. So what I have learned. You know, you know, people say, "Oh, they, they, they are so anointed." Well, after I gave them, after they gave me that call for that special, you know, I'm gonna just be real. In Houston, we got a lot of, like, on the AM stations, we got the green oil and the red oil. People trying to figure the green oil, the red oil, and the green oil give you money, and the red oil give you marriage and love and success, and help you with this and that. A lot of foolishness. So what? uh what I have learned, people put that stuff, the spirit, all in their house, and they get so in love with the man and woman of God, and kind of find out they uh, they send a spirit to spy on you. And ever since when I got rid of that tower, he couldn't he couldn't figure out nothing. When he started to prophesy to other people, he always gets skipped. I always get skipped. Uh, he feel bad. Amen. Anyone else have any comments or questions? Anyone else? The reason why the Lord told you to get rid of that prayer clause is because the man of God's heart wasn't right with the Lord. I had went to a church here in Canada, and as an apostle, the apostle Paul, the Lord spoke to him to take handkerchiefs and pray over them, prophesying to them, speak thus saith the Lord. There was a woman in a church, uh, I don't know what was wrong with her, but she had uh, not been attending church, and I asked the pastor of that church, I said, can I take a prayer cloth and anoint it and give it, somehow get it to her? He said, you're going to have to ask her husband's permission because uh, she's, she's his, he, he's her covering. So I went to the husband. I anointed the prayer cloth. I gave it to him. He gave it to his wife. She was in a mental hospital. Her 18-year-old son had committed suicide. And the situation was that when she took that, she couldn't get out of there. She could. She was admitted by the doctors in Canada. When the doctors admitted admit you to uh, on a suicide watch, they can give you electric shock treatment, shock electric shock therapy. And when she put that anointed cloth, she took it and put it on her body and on her mind. About three months later, I went back to the church, and here she was. She was playing. She said, "Are you the young, are you the prophet of God that that spoke into this prayer clutch?" I said, "Yes." She said, "But you, you don't know my situation. I was in a mental hospital. 
I was on suicide watch. My son had taken his life. I had a nervous breakdown. The devil got a hold of my, my mind and tormented me. And every demon in hell, every torment left my mind, left my body, left my soul, left my spirit. I was healed by the fire of God that was in the prayer cloud. The anointing destroyed every yoke in my life. And I'm now fully restored to, 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 to where God would have me to be in the Lord, and now God is using me to minister to women who have lost children to suicide. And I said, well, I give Jesus all the praise and the glory. Amen. Amen. Uh, Acts 19 and 12. Acts 19 and 12. Uh, it says, so that from his body were brought unto the sick, handkerchiefs or aprons, and the disease departed from them, and the evil spirits went out of them. That's in Acts 19 and 12. That's in God's Word. So another thing uh, that uh, Paul did that. Um, uh, what happens, Prophet Larry, there are some charlatans out there, some wannabes that haven't paid the price to walk in humility, don't, don't carry the cross of Jesus Christ, and they're just using those scriptures to see how much money they can get out of you. And God says in 2016, I will strike them dead. They will die, and they will be unprofitable servant, will be cast into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, because I'm not going to allow the false prophets to come into the congregation and deceive my people and, and hurt my lambs and hurt my sheep. For I shall watch over my sheep, and I shall cause them to be victorious. I will give them a heart of discernment to discern between a sheep, a goat, and a tear, says the Spirit of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And amen, amen. Praise God. Do anyone else have any comments or questions? Thank you, Jesus. Do anyone have any prayer requests? Any prayer requests? You can type them in the chat room. Yes, Michelle. Um, I just want to say this, um, whatever the Holy Spirit leads. What you need prayer for? Um... Well, one of the things was uh, marriage, and then um, I believe I do know what I wanted to do about moving. I just want to make sure that move has to do with schooling. So. Okay. Also, the Lord said, be anxious for nothing, but all things be prayerful. And also with you know, uh, you you desire a mate, but the Lord say, even in the desire of, of a mate, a husband, God say, go back in your past, and I'm gonna tell you why God say, every relationship, the Spirit of the Lord say, every sexual relationship you had, God say, go visit those areas and renounce those people, and also. The, the Spirit of the Lord say he want to send somebody that is, thank you, Holy Spirit, 
saved for real. You you don't need nobody that's uh, a time waster. And, and, and the Spirit of the Lord said, don't look at your children. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, women think, oh, I have children. No man don't want me with these children. But the Lord said, what I've seen, it's a blessing. What I've seen, nobody can curse it. But the Lord said, renounce all those relationships. And then I even say, the Spirit of the Lord reminds me, say, uh, renounce perversion, sexual perversion. Renounce it. It, uh, it started as a little girl. The Spirit of the Lord say, renounce it. Why is it important to renounce it? Because if you don't renounce those sins, um, you, you're going to get the same problem. You're going to get the same problem over and over. I'm going to help you out with this. When I find people who've been married, say, two, three, four, I'm going to just say they've been married more than three times, there is something in them that needs to be broken. Uh, if, if, I see, uh, if a person who had multiple relationships, uh, I'm going to say if you had more than ten relationships in, a, in, in your lifetime, there are some things going on within yourself. You say, well, Lord, why always get these men that are dope dealers? Why always get these men who are womanizers? Why always get these men that are are, are beat beats up women? Why always get these men who are are sorry and lazy and trifling? Because it's something in you, and God God say renounce those things. And also, let me help you with this. Um, you know, looking for mate, and I gave you you know a testimony. That when you're single, everybody, you know, in my case, everybody was my wife. In your case, uh, I think this is my husband. I think this is my husband. Somebody else came to me there. And then you deal with all that stuff. And then you deal with loneliness. But the Spirit of the Lord say, take a fast. But at the same time, I'm going to pray that God give you a favor. To, I'm going to pray God give you a favor. A lot of times you move because, how should I say, a lot of times we move. Because we try to look for comfort. But I'm praying that God will thank you, Holy Spirit. Will lead you and guide you in the mighty name of Jesus. And also, the Lord say, pray for your daughter. I'm going to tell you why. Your daughter, yourself, your mama, even your grandmother, four generations. And the problem is men. Uh, if you look at it, our grandmother, you know, she was, I'm going to be honest, uh, she was married to a man. We didn't know she was married to our grandpa. <laughs> Still mad. I thought they were divorced 30, 40 years ago. But she had, um, you know, mental issues. Uh, she talked to the dead. I'm going to be honest. You know, Madea did talk to the dead. Uh, then your mom dealt with things in her life, and you dealt with things on your daughter. And the Spirit of the Lord said, I want to break those things off of you, because if, if if those things ain't break off of you, you're going to get another marriage, and you're going to have the same issues all over again. Cause, because we think, because we're not feeling those things no more, oh, that the demon is gone, the devil's just hiding. And Father God, I lift up Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, I want to call you Prophetess Michelle. <laughs> I lift up the woman of God, Prophetess. And, Lord, I pray 
that you give up vision. In the name of Jesus, I cast down every familiar spirit that's in her life in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just thank you. And, Father God, even a schooling, Lord, show her what she needs to do. Show her the place. Give her favor in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, I pray, Father, mm, glory, glory, that, Lord, you give her a place of peace. And, Lord, I even show, Lord, I thank you for showing me that there's some uneasiness in her spirit. But, Lord, you ain't telling me to, but, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, say, uh, don't be quick to tell your dreams. But, Lord, say, let me help you process your dreams. Because we think dreams mean one thing, but the Lord say, let my spirit show you what they really mean. You know, when when people have a dream of seeing themselves in a casket, we think, oh, Lord, I'm about to die. But we, we sometimes we, we are dead to things of this life. We dead to it's it's more to dreams and, and the Holy Spirit wants to help you interpret your dream. And now even those crazy dreams, the the Holy Spirit wants to teach you how to interpret them. In the name of Jesus, I I cast out the spirit of Ichabod and Subbus out of her life in the mighty name of Jesus. And our Lord, I thank you for filling Filling those areas with your Holy Spirit. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for restoring her body, restoring her mind in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, even every area of her life, Lord, restore. Lord, I pray for love because, Lord, love, 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 love. We Some of us think we know how to love. But our definition of love has been perverted with the evil things of this world. And Lord, we just we thank you. And Father God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. The blood of Jesus over her ears. The blood of Jesus over over her mind. In the mighty name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus over her children. And I want to tell everybody this again. The Spirit of the Lord say, repent of lying. Stop. I'm going to tell you this. People don't want to hear it. The Lord say, repent of lying. Some of y'all have been lying to your children. Some of y'all have been lying to your mate. You've been lying at the job because you don't want to look bad. The Spirit of the Lord say, repent of lying. So God said, I'd rather you thief or murder, but a lot of you cannot tarry. A lot of you cannot tarry in this side. Repent from lying. Cause we, we, I'm guilty of it too. But we, when we assume we don't know, we'll meet a lot. But repent of lying. You know, you don't know that I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry. I know Mama promised you, Daddy promised you this, but I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't lie to you because children have feelings. They are, they are, they are people. We call them little people. Lord, we love you, and we thank you. Lord, I pray, Father, for increase. I pray for money that Michelle needs in her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, anyone else have any prayer requests? Uh, and those who are online, you can type in your prayer requests. Anyone else have any prayer requests? 
Amen. Amen. Father God, I pray for Prophetess Angela. And Lord, I pray for her sons. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I pray for a visitation for her sons in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I, I pray for her sons, blood of Jesus over her sons. Uh, thank you, for her, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I'm reminded of this movie called James Dean and his rebel without a cause. <laughs> but Father God, they rebelling against you. But Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for her sons in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, Lord, I pray for a change in their life. And Lord, some of them, three of them don't have a sense. Oh God, but Lord, I pray for a visitation in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, I pray that sometimes we 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 get in our our, our years and we say, Lord, I wasted so much time. But Father God, restore in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, bless her business, bless her hands, and in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray. That, Lord, I'm even reminded of horses, you know, on a racetrack. They have those guards over their eyes. And, Lord, even like uh, even people that movies who watch the old school movies, they have a horse and a donkey. And even us that have those guards over their eyes, they can only look forward. But, Lord, I pray for spiritual guards around prophetess Angela life that she can stay focused in the name of Jesus, even though she hear noises. Even though she hear noises, even though she hear this and she feel it, but Lord, keep her focused on you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I speak dead freedom. I pray for evangelist Constance. And Lord, even she have things before you. But Lord, I pray for miracles. I pray for divine miracles in in her life in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of poverty. And I lose the spirit of wealth in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, I bind up every mind-boggling spirit, every tormented spirit. And I command your name of Jesus to loose her in the mighty name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. And, Father God, I thank you for changing some things in her life, Father. That, Lord, some things she have done, consistently, and she say, well, Lord, I've been, uh, it's all I know. It's all I know to do, Jesus. That's all I know. But, Lord, I thank you for leading her and guiding her in the areas she needs to be in, in the places she needs to be in. And, Lord, I thank you for opening every prophetic door. Oh, thank you, Jesus, in her life and closing the doors of yesterday. Close familiar spirits of yesterday. And Father God, Nakamasa, in the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of Nakamasa. Oh Lord, I see the word I can't pronounce in her life, and even generations back. And I lose the spirit of God in her life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Praise God. Anyone else have any prayer requests or anything you want to share? You can type it in. Anything the Lord has placed on your heart, uh, let the Lord use you. Uh, the floor is open. Amen. I want to say something, Prophet Larry. 
Go ahead, man of God. We had an elder in our church, and um, he had three sons. And um, the devil was attacking his sons. They weren't serving God. They were backslidden, raised in Pentecost, and and and, and they're talking to. They come over and talk to their father. Said, "Oh, I could, I'm being tormented in my mind, and this is happening, and that is happening." They poured their troubles to their, their father, and these are sons that are, you know, past 18 years of age, past the age of accountability. So. Andrew, he started saying, I bind you, Satan. Get your hands off my son in the name of Jesus. I bind your powers over my son. And he, he was doing that over his three sons. And, the, and Jesus rebuked him right to his face. He said, what are you doing? Well, I'm binding the devil that's attacking my sons. He said, I told the devil to go attack your sons and afflict them. How are they going to be saved if they don't call upon the name of Jesus? But what do we do as mama and papa in the Lord? We bind the attacks against, listen, it's different stories. Your children are under the age of accountability. If they're seven, eight years old, that's a different story. But when they get 14, 15 years of age and they're old enough to, to submit to Christ and get saved and born again themselves, it's up to, we need to teach them how to cry out to the Lord for themselves. And the Lord rebuked that elder and said, you're out of order. You're operating in rebellion, disobedience, and witchcraft because I spoke to Satan to attack your sons so they would call upon my son Jesus Christ and be saved. So as mom and, mom and dad, if you got, you got children 14, 15 years old, they're going, to, they're going to school, and they're listening to all that lies that's happening at school, assumptions, presumptions. Oh, did you hear what that girl over there is doing? Oh, yeah, I heard that. Boy, isn't that terrible? And it's not even true. So then your daughter and your son comes home, they've been impregnated with a lie. Mom and dad's got to patrol. You have to patrol what your children watch on the Internet. We got a product here in Canada called Safe Eyes. Sure, you pay $40, $50 American to buy the product, but you get to encrypt it. You get to choose what they watch, what they cannot watch, as long as they're under your roof in your home. You got to teach your children to how to pray in the spirit and show them how you do it. First thing you got to do is if you're a single mother or if you're a single parent, you say, Jesus, I'm asking the Holy Spirit now to anoint me and to show me how to pray for my son and daughter the way you want them prayed for, not the way I think they should be prayed for. Because if you're not in the spirit, brothers and sisters, and you're operating in your carnal human mind, you are operating in the mind of the Antichrist. Antichrist is anything that comes from your human soulish person. Anything that you think in your humanity, in your own carnal reasoning and human understanding. You get no anointing from, from Jesus when you're leading your own understanding. You can't even be born again if you're leaning on your own understanding. You got to say, this, I, I gave a prophetic word to a prophet one time. His, his, his wife left him, eventually divorced him. Children were all, were, are all wayward. I said, if you would have asked the Holy Spirit to direct you, what does the Bible say? Acknowledge the Lord in all thy ways, and he shall what? Direct your path. People just say, well, 
Oh, my, they, they talk to their 13-year-old, the 40-year-old, you're not bringing no heavy metal music home here, because if you do, I'm going to pull your pants on and tan you. Listen, you know what I asked Jesus? I said, Jesus, would you pull the pants down of your children and give them a spanking? He said, Christian parents that do that are going to be accountable at the judgment seat of Christ. I'm going to, I'm going to, they're going to receive stripes from me. Jesus does not approve of you taking your belt off in a strap and whipping your children, brothers and sisters. I know my, my daddy used to whip me. It ain't of God. We hear the scripture, people think, spare the rod, spoil the child. That scripture is not in the Bible. That's a lie from hell. It says, if, you, if you're chasing him B times, you'll save his soul from, from hell. So I said, Lord, how do, you ch- how, do you ch- how do mom and dad chasten their children? A soft word. A soft word. A gentle voice turns away wrath. Grievous words stir anger and wrath. But a soft word, a gentle word. I said, now, son, come here. Would Jesus watch what you're watching? Daughter, would Jesus type on Facebook the stuff you're typing with your girlfriend? And do it in love. Don't do it and say, well, if you don't do it this way, there's the door. Hit the road and don't come back. No, don't talk like that to your children. It says, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath lest they be discouraged, for that's unprofitable for you. If a husband is not in submission to Christ and loving his wife like Christ loved the church, he has got no authority in his home, though his wife is in submission to Christ. If he's not saved, he's got no authority in the home. If she's saved and she's in submission to Christ, she, uh, she takes on the role of the priest in the home until her husband gets saved. He has no authority to boss his wife around and say, you're not going to church. I don't want you going to church. Yeah, but your wife says, that's for me and my house. We're going to serve the Lord. You see, there's neither male or female in Christ. We don't know how to raise our children because we were not raised properly. My daddy, I was adopted as a child. My daddy would go to the hotel and have, he was having adultery with a woman for 10 years. And then when I worked at the hotel as a waiter, I get to sleep with his girlfriends. That's what the old prophet Raymond used to do. I wasn't a prophet back then, brothers and sisters. I was born in, in iniquity. I was demon-possessed from the age of five till my early 30s, and I'm 59 now. But my old life has passed away, and all things have become new. Jesus doesn't remember my old life. But I went through those things. And because I suffered those things, when you suffer in the flesh, you cease from sin. So when you're going to correct your children, brothers and sisters, ask the Holy Spirit to anoint you. Ask him. You, if you're his sheep, you're going to know his voice. Ask him to tell you how to raise up that child in the way he wants them to go, not the way you think they're going to go, because if you do it the way you think they're going to go, you're going to do it through the mind of the Antichrist inside of you, your carnal human mind. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ. If you look at Lester Sumrall, he was a mighty man of God. He, 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 he fathered and mentored Rod Parsley. Lester Sumrall's children are all serving God today, and, and he never allowed his boys to go sleep next door with their, with, with their friends. And you know what he told his boys? He said, you, he said, you know why your daddy don't let you go sleep next door with your friends? Because you'd be homosexual someday. And today they're all on fire for God. Their father and mother have gone home to be with the Lord. 
And you know what Lester Summers, he, he, he sent me and my wife a magazine about 10, 12 years ago when he was alive. He said, you know what, in all the 30, 40 years of marriage, we, my wife and I never had an argument. We never raised our voice at each other. And we never had a disagreement. Ma, there's a perfect marriage. I've never met anybody that's never had an argument, Larry, because I've had plenty. What a testimony. Because when she married him, she was from Canada. She was a mission field. She was totally sold out to Christ. She had died to the flesh, died to self. She was sanctified, spirits on body, and baptized with fire. And so was Lester. So, and say, so why do I raise my voice? Well, I'm, I'm just a loud person, brother. So I'm not mad at nobody. The Bible says, cry aloud, spear not. Marriages are failing today because we marry because of what we see. Don't marry somebody because they look, they look like they're a, they're a bodybuilder, a muscle builder, because they might turn around and beat you to death, beat your children. I told a brother in my home church one time, I said, your wife, I know who you're supposed to marry, but she's chubby. Well, I don't like her. She's sloppy. She's chubby. You know what? When I left that church, many years later, a prophet from, from another part of Canada, the United States, came and told my friend, you were supposed to marry the woman that was chubby. He said, my God. He calls me up on the phone and says, Raymond, I disobey God's word in you. I'm asking you to forgive me. Sometimes we make the wrong choices. You want to see your children serve the Lord? Ask the, invite the Holy Spirit into your marriage between you and your husband. Say, listen, just because we know what the Word of God says about our children doesn't mean it's going to work. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. Let the Lord build your child's faith. Let the Lord decide that your daughter be a, 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 a Ruth and your son be a David. And let the Lord direct him. You pray, say, Lord, let your will be done in my son and my daughter. You give them the vision for their life. You can't force your son to be a, a, a truck driver if you're a truck driver. I had a friend of mine in, 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 in Virginia. His daddy, his grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather, all minors. And Jesus appeared to him when he was seven years old in, in, in Virginia in, 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 in a cave and said, you're going to be my prophet, my mouthpiece at a very young age. And his daddy was heartbroken because he wouldn't follow in his footsteps. He said, I can't. i got to obey Jesus, daddy. So, I'm on my second marriage. My first marriage was of the devil. It was my desire. I was lusting after the woman, and the prophet told me, if you marry that woman, you're going to end up in a psychiatric hospital. And you know what? After 10 years of marriage and five years of separation, I was in a psychiatric hospital. That prophet, when he spoke over my life, came true. Then I met Joan here. We've been married 23 years now. Yes, we've been, through the, we've been through the fire, we've been through the flood, but we came through the blood, praise God. And we surrendered our lives to Jesus and say, Lord, what would you have? I, even towards times I said, Lord, is this the wife I was supposed to marry? And then a prophet who's an apostle here in Canada said, this is the woman that I chose for you, saith the Lord. My life's never been the same since. I never asked God to, and I never prayed, Lord, change my wife. I say, change me because we are one flesh. When you ask God to change your spouse, you're operating in witchcraft and manipulation and control. Maybe you're just not aware of it. You never ask God to change your spouse. You ask God to change you. When you get changed, they get changed automatically. Okay? 
I turn the mic back to you, Prophet. Hey, man. Now, uh, I know some people with the correction part, but um, I'm looking at uh, Psalms 94.12. It says, Blessed the man who you chasten, O Lord, and whom you teach out of your law. Also, uh, Jeremiah 10 and 24, correct me, O Lord, but with justice, not with your anger, or you will bring me to nothing. Proverbs 3 and 12, for whom the Lord loves, he reproves, even as a father corrects a son in whom he delights. Uh, Proverbs 22 and 15, foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will remove it far from him. Yeah, let me let me stop you right there. Pause. You, uh, the rod that he's talking about is the word of yeah, God in your mouth. Of, yeah, yeah, the rod of correction. It's in your mouth. Yeah, uh, you know the Bible says His rod and His staff shall comfort them. The rod is correction and His staff. Now Proverbs thirteen twenty four: Who spares His rod, he, him who he, I'm gonna put it, he who spares His correction hated his son, but he who loves him disciplines him. Promptly, Proverbs 23 and 13, do not hold back discipline from the child. Although you strike him with the rod, he will not die. So these are scriptures I want everybody <laughs> to research them. Everybody. Because uh, I, I just want to tell you all this. Even though at times we, we disagree with people, uh, we might not understand where they're coming from, but research the scriptures. And have the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because it, it's some. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You know, uh, you know, my mom whooped my butt. You know, my, you know. Me too, Larry. I, uh, my children, I whooped their butt. But at the same time, look up these scriptures. You know, just look them up. And, and I'm gonna tell you this: if you don't agree with me or the man of God, you know, you got some people agree that. Um. You know, I'm not a person do not debate scripture. I had a woman of God uh, don't believe in pain and tithes. We, we, uh, and and I'm, I'm going to tell you all this, even though I know the word, but, you know, and I'm, I had a man of God tell me that as well. They under the Mosaic uh, law. I'm, I'm, I might be pronouncing it wrong. Even though I disagree with them and they disagree with me, but we came to agreement that we agreed to disagree. Now, some of y'all have been raised to whoop your children. Some of y'all have not been raised to whoop your children. But I want everybody, and I have the scriptures online, uh, look up uh, Proverbs 13 and 24. Look up uh, Proverbs 23 and 13. Look up Psalms 94 and 12. And look up Proverbs 3 and 12. And look up those scriptures and and let the Holy Spirit teach you. You know, I don't sit here and argue with people or, Debate scripture because everybody has different point of view. But what I'm teaching everybody this season is to look up the scriptures. You know, don't don't take uh, Prophet Raymond's word 100 percent. Don't take my word 100 percent. But research the scriptures and let the Holy Spirit show you and guide you. Because like I tell y'all early, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. I grew up in a religious background because I grew up in that, and they have certain rules of how they do things. It doesn't mean it was right. So, so I just want everybody to know some people's spirit like, Ron, what do you mean? But research the scripture and let the Holy Spirit give you the revelation you need. Because 
you need the Holy Spirit to reveal to you. It's a lot of things I was doing wrong, but the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. Amen? Amen. You know, Prophet Praise Mary, God. in Canada, if you if, if if the Children's Aid, the Child Protection Services find out that you, you take the belt to your child or, or, or slap your child on the behind with your hand, you go to prison. And I totally back that up 100%. Yeah. So I know America... You know, you know if it's I guess if it leaves marks. You know, in America, it's like you leave marks, you can get in serious trouble. But I just want everybody to research the scripture. And what I have learned, every child is different. And and as a man of God, say ask God because every child is different. Like uh, I have a, a daughter. If I just speak to her with stern boys, I don't have no problem. But every child is different. You know. Prophet Larry, you know, let like, me ask you a question. When you first got saved and I first got saved, did God ever speak to a prophet to come and have you pull down your pants and, and give you a whooping? No. <laughs> no, uh, I take that back. A spiritual whooping. <laughs> a spiritual whooping. So we are supposed to chase and, and correct our children the same way Jesus did, does with us. Uh, and one of my pastors uh, dealt with a member that was stiff-necked. She said, I see God uh, out of heaven with a uh, a rod going to strike you. So those are things that I'm learning. So I'm just asking everybody to research the scriptures and ask God, you know, how to raise your, you know, to raise your children. Because, you know, we, we are in the last day and a lot of things, I'm going to be honest, uh, you look at a lot of slave movies or you look at movies, of, you know, cops whooping folks. People whoop folks, beat up folks to get that control, like abuse them, destroy them to get control. So I just want everybody to research the scriptures and <laughs> and because God works in different ways. Amen? Because I'm going to tell you all this. I'm going to be honest. I'm, re- I'm looking at the scriptures, say Proverbs 13, 24, he who spares his rod hates his son but he who loves him disciplined him promptly. Okay, I'm going to check this. I know, I grew up, I know some children, you know, their parents beat the snot out of them, beat them so bad they don't have no tears. But guess what? Their child is still rebellious. Their child in the street doing whatever he or she want to do. They don't care about those butt whoopings. Now, a demon does not always come through a butt whooping. <laughs> so I just think about look at the scriptures. Amen. Amen. Uh, anyone else want to share anything? Amen. We welcome you, Reverend Kenneth Jenkins. And I want to thank God for Prophet Raymond. I want to thank God for Prophet Angela, Prophetess Michelle, and Evangelist Constance. So um, I just want everybody, you know, to uh, look at, you know, those scriptures because, um, uh, you know, things are changing, but look at them. And I'm not here to debate, uh, go back and forth, but read the scripture. And I ask God to help us because I'm going to tell you all this. Um, a lot of people didn't know. Uh, it was some men and women of God was in my life, and they told me things, and I ran away from them. I said, man, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, man, please, I know what the word of God told me, but 
I had a lot of unforgiving, I had a lot of mess in me and bondage and tradition. So I learned, you know, the whole spirit is going to scriptures. So I just tell anybody that because I'm not perfect, but the Holy Spirit is perfect in me. Amen? Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that's here. And we're going to come to a close, and I thank God for everybody. Uh, Heavenly Father, I pray blessings over our Prophet, Prophet Raymond. I pray blessings over Prophetess Angela, uh, Prophetess Michelle, Evangelist Constant, uh, Reverend Jenkins, and so many people who came on the line. And, Father God, I the blood of Jesus over them. In the name of Jesus, I bind up your spirit of retaliation. I bind up your spirit of rejection in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, they are loved by you. They are, they oh, glory, 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 glory. And, Father God, I speak deliverance. Uh, some people are going through all kinds of issues with their children, and you, you're saying, like, Lord, I, I, I whooped him, I punished him, I took, I took his gains from him, I took his car from him, I took his keys from her, and, and Lord, but in the name of Jesus, I pray that, Lord, you will cast out every devil in that child that receives you in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Lord said, don't be casting out demons in your children and they not saved, because they're going to be worse. They're going to be, uh, the Bible said, you know, the enemy brings seven more wicked in him, and he'd be worse than the first state. But, Lord, I pray that you would chase them, their sons and daughters on their line, their grandchildren, that, Lord, you would chase them in, that, Lord, you would whoop them, You that, Lord, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that, Lord, you do the chasing in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want to tell everybody, good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.